This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's time for a history lesson. Did you know that some of the fiercest warriors in history were also queer? And a cooking class or two. If we can't manage a food truck event together, how the hell are we going to manage a marriage, a restaurant, and a family together? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, June 30th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Cameron Diaz is getting back in action. Only four years after announcing her retirement from acting, she's returning to Hollywood with a new action comedy movie, appropriately titled Back in Action. Details about the new Netflix film are under wraps for now, but we do know that Diaz is starring opposite Jamie Foxx, which marks their third outing as co-stars after 1999's Any Given Sunday and 2014's Annie Remake, which happens to be Diaz's last project before her retirement. Foxx revealed the news Wednesday on Twitter, sharing an audio recording of his phone call with Diaz and a surprise guest who had some advice on how to unretire. Have a listen. Hello? Cameron, what up? It's fine. Hey, What's up? Thanks for calling. I'm so anxious right now. I'm like being in the room. How do you feel, though? I feel excited, but I don't know how to do this, you know? I understand. Listen, I got somebody on the line that can help you with this. Can I click him in? I would love that. Any All right. That I can get. All right, All right, hold on a second. Hello, Tom, you there? Kenny, what's up, man? Chilling, man. Cameron, it's the goat. What? Tom? Hi, Cameron. Oh my God, is this Tom Brady? I was talking to Jamie, and um, he said you need a few tips on how to unretire. <laughs> relatively successful at unretiring. Honestly, exactly what I needed. Well, guys, I'm going to jump off and let you guys chat it up. Perfect. Let's take it from here. That is a smart little bit of social media right there. Back in Action, by the way, is directed by Seth Gordon, who also penned the script with Brendan O'Brien. A release date has not yet been set. Fans eager to see where a 007 story goes next will have to sit tight a little longer. James Bond franchise producer Barbara Bercoli has revealed that it will be at least two years before the iconic character is set for a big screen return. And the new chapter, which will mark a, quote, reinvention of the MI6 agent, still isn't close to finding its leading man. Speaking with Deadline this week in London at a British Film Institute event, Bercoli said, quote, nobody's in the running. We are working out where to go with him. We're talking that through, adding there isn't a script and we can't come up with one until we decide how we're going to approach the next film, because really, it's a reinvention of Bond. Speculation as to who will fill his shoes has been rampant in recent years, with a long line of actors, including Idris Elba, Tom Hardy, Sam Heumann, Reggae Jean Page, and John Boyega, having been rumored to take the lead. Kate Winslet is returning to HBO for another limited series, and hopefully, maybe, another viral accent. 
The Emmy winner will star in and executive produce Trust, based on Herman Diaz's best-selling novel published in May. The series will follow a wealthy financier who reads a novel based on his life, but is discontent with the way he and his wife, the daughter of eccentric aristocrats, are portrayed. He enlists a secretary to ghostwrite a memoir to set the record straight. She soon learns, however, that he's trying to rewrite his history and his wife's place in it. Diaz will also executive produce the adaptation of his novel, which explores wealth and talent, trust and intimacy, and truth and perception. Dust off those metallic mini dresses. A Romy and Michelle's high school reunion sequel just might be in the works. Mira Sorvino teased as much during an appearance on Today Yesterday. Here's what she told Jenna Bush Hager and guest co-host Michelle Buteau. Okay, so there's nothing official to report, but I can unofficially hint that we are closer than we've ever been to getting something to happen. Yeah! Closer than we've ever been! Yeah. We will take closer than we've ever been and yeah. ride with uh, it a Every way. other time I've appeared, I would be like, come on, please, let's do something. And now I'm like, okay, okay, we're getting, we're getting closer. So, so very excited. I can't say anything yet, but... Um, something might be in the works. Something, something might be. Might, might be. be in the works. I, might, I, I, guess what? Legal, might, sorry. Might feels good. <laughs> might feels really good. Yeah. Oh, well, Lisa Kudrow similarly teased that another project was in the works in a separate interview Wednesday, telling Jess Cagle on his SiriusXM show that writer Rob Robin Schiff is, quote, thinking about it and coming up with something. Kudrow asked, isn't that thrilling? Like Sorvino, she remained tight-lipped, saying that she can't reveal anything else. Apple TV Plus is giving fans one last glimpse at Jason Momoa's sci-fi drama series C. The streaming service announced Wednesday that the Dune and Aquaman actors television project will end with the upcoming season three, which will premiere on Friday, August 26th. And a little self-promotion here, but exciting news for us at EW and What to Watch. We just launched the new video series, What to Watch on Google TV. You can get recommendations each month from EW staff via the Smart TV platform, as well as on our YouTube channel. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Ever wonder what wasn't in the history books we read as kids? There's surely a boatload of intriguing and important events that were left out. And our number three pick is here to fill in the blanks, timely on this last day of Pride Month. It's the season finale of The Book of Queer. Series creator Eric Cervini took inspiration from his own Instagram videos to create this educational yet fun series that explores all facets of gay history and culture. And it's done through song, dance, and comedy, because... Who doesn't love a good performance? Some of the historical figures discussed include Alexander the Great, Joan of Arc, Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, Eleanor Roosevelt, Harvey Milk, and even Abraham Lincoln, whose scholars believe may have had interactions with men. Here is a preview. Did you know that some of the fiercest warriors in history were also queer? I don't know about any of that, but I am absolutely living for these helmets. Oh, wow. Tell me this isn't giving everything. It's giving. It's giving everything. If you want to learn about the world's queer exciting truth, we'll help you dig it up like an academic sleuth. Hidden in these pages are stories fit for stages that inform us and engage us, shine a light on the dark ages. Outrageous and courageous, and we promise that it rages! Girl, don't be a tease. 
Spill some tea. Okay, you thought Mayor Pete was one of a kind. Well, he wasn't even the first. Abe Lincoln was a queer commander-in-chief. A secret that's ready to burn. Think trans rights started in 2010? Well, my friends, you better think again. Trans activists want to be here. You'll learn all about it in the book of queer. Okay, keep going, Broadway. All right. Computers high-five King James Bible and putting Nazis in their place. All because of our queer legends, plus NASA's first woman in space. In the Renaissance, you better believe Michelangelo stroked more out of than Eve. There's more to see and hear in the glamorous pages of the Book of Queer. This sounds delightful. I wanna binge it till I'm full. Who will be on the show? Anyone that we know? Check out that rainbow! Just watch the show already. Guest stars on the season included Leslie Jordan, Dominique Jackson, Alex Newell, Vanjie, Gottmik, and Ross Matthews. It is the inclusive history lesson we should get in school. Watch the season finale of The Book of Queer, streaming now on Discovery+. Plus. It's trivia time. The rainbow flag, or gay pride flag, has gone through many iterations since its conception in 1978. The Book of Queer discusses the history behind the flag as a symbol for gay pride around the world, which has since been added to and modified to reflect diversity and inclusion. But who actually designed the very first gay pride flag, which had eight stripes on it? Was it Harvey Milk, Gilbert Baker, or Daniel Quasar? Stick around for the answer. All right, folks, strap in and prepare yourself for a nail biter. Our next pick today is the season premiere of The Bridge. HBO Max's intense reality competition is back for a second season, and this time two teams are in a bay in the South China Sea. Their task? Build a 1,000-foot-long bridge across the ocean connecting to the shore of an island before the other team does. Once on the island, one member from the winning team will score $200,000. Sound simple? Well, add in the unpredictability of the ocean, sea life, and human error, and not so simple after all. Here's a preview. Below that tower lies 200 grand. What you have to do is build a 1,000-foot-long bridge. You guys have just got to build a bridge and get out to that island and that's and it. And stay alive. I mean, that's optional. Three, two, one. We all came here to win the money. This is a lot harder than I thought. It's a bit of a cluster. There is another team. Go! And you have both been racing against each other. Are you all right? You okay? Stay calm! Stay calm! I had an incredibly close brush with death. In this instance, I've retained my integrity, and that's priceless. I struggle to get on with people sometimes that have got strong beliefs, like maybe vegans. This is your only chance to cash out. What's your decision? He's cutting our bridge. It seems like he's been sabotaging us the whole time. I'm the puppet master. 
I think it's nearly impossible. There's going to be some sort of twist. The bridge has been caught in three places. When we find him, we're going to drown him. One team will win, and one person will walk away with the money. Wow. God, come on. It's a bridge, not a submarine. This is carnage. I came to win. Anything is allowed. Oh, near-death experiences, heat exhaustion, and untrustworthy teammates. Sounds like uh, yeah, just a regular day for these contestants in the South China Sea. Catch the season premiere of The Bridge, streaming now on HBO Max. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We are building a bridge to the other side of this quick commercial break. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Our number one pick today is getting five Michelin stars from us. It's the series debut of Me or the Menu. The new Food Network reality show from the producers of 90 Day Fiancé mixes everything you love about relationship reality shows and everything that makes you nervous about opening or owning a restaurant. Me or the Menu follows real-life couples that are at various stages in their restaurant journeys. Some have just opened a new restaurant, while others are racing to make the restaurant of their dreams become a reality. Here's a clip. Officially late, so go, go, go. Hustle. Today is a food truck event, and Nate forgot the food warmers. This is torture. Like, part of me wants to just laugh, and the other part of me wants to cry. Hi. We want Chef Jack special. Nate, what are you doing exactly? Nate, what are you doing? You're doing what? No, stop. What are you doing, Nate? I feel sort of, like, beaten down, like, demotivated when it's, it's always like this. Without the restaurant, I don't know how I'd fit into Kathleen's life. We're almost out of garlic bread, and there's not enough for the amount of orders. Nate, you know how to do this. Take control. If we make it through this event alive, Nate and I are going to have to have a hard conversation about the future. Because if we can't manage a food truck event together, how the hell are we going to manage a marriage, a restaurant, and a family together? Well, just like the meat in their homemade sandwiches, this couple's beef is juicy. Each of the four couples will face unique challenges in their journey to working in the food industry. Watch to see where their relationships and restaurants end up on the series debut of Me or the Menu, tonight at 10 on Food Network and streaming on Discovery+. Plus. And finally, today, the answer to our trivia question. Who designed the very first gay pride flag? Was it Harvey Milk, Gilbert Baker, or Daniel Quasar? You could say this guy cooked it up. 
It's Gilbert Baker. The designer and activist was asked by Harvey Milk to create a symbol of pride for the gay community in 1978. The original flag had hot pink and turquoise stripes, but those were soon dropped because of a lack of availability of fabric. Baker has stated that his influence for the flag design came from the Rolling Stones song, She's a Rainbow. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, edited by Lauren Klein, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.